Hello, and welcome back to a very special episode of The Awardist. I am Henry Goldblatt, and I am here with my pals and colleagues, Lynette Rice. Hello, Lynette. So great to see you, Henry. I can't tell you. So good to see you. And Kristen Baldwin in New York. Hi, I'm sweating, but you can't see it. <laughs> you can perspire quietly, and yes. we will not judge you or notice. Um, it is. We are recording. It's a very special morning. It's the morning that the Emmy nominations were announced. We are super excited. Um, and I just want to go to really hot initial takes. Um, Kristen, I'm going to start with you. Um, <laughs> grade for these nominations and maybe like three words of what you're thinking. Hot take coming through. Uh, I would give these nominations, I'd give them a B plus. I think uh, especially I really feel that the Emmys got the supporting categories right. Lynette? You know what? I'd give him an A minus. Nice. Uh, I am particularly happy with how uh, the voters paid absolutely no attention to all the blowback on Game of Thrones, and and they gave that show like a record, I mean, an incredible amount, the most amount for any show, and gave HBO the most amount of nominations this year. That's true. Game of Thrones beat, I believe, it was NYPD Blue for most number of nominations in a single season. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's that's such vindication for those showrunners. Um, so I am with Kristen. I would give this a B plus. Um, there are a couple notable snubs that keep me from moving into the A category. And for anyone who knows me, and we're going to get to those in a couple minutes, you will understand it completely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where are you going start, with this, Henry? I wonder. It rhymes with Mristine Mer- Loransky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but we, we have a lot to get to. And so what we're going to do in this podcast is break down each of the main categories, the nominees we saw in these categories, and some of the snubs and surprises that we thought were omitted. And as we said, we're overall, like, in more than a recent memory, like, I'm more pleased with, the, with these than... Um, than I have been. And I'm actually just really surprised about sort of the breadth of the nominees and also the depth in which they found some really obscure shows that not a lot of people are watching and brought them to the forefront that hopefully um, the public will recognize more. But Kristen, I want to dive in first with Outstanding Drama Series. You want to take us through who was nominated here? Sure. So we have Better Call Saul on AMC, Bodyguard on Netflix, Game of Thrones, obviously, HBO, Killing Eve, Uh, on BBC America, Ozark, which is Netflix, Pose on FX, Succession on HBO, and the lone broadcast holdout, This Is Us from NBC. Uh, Lynette, what do you think about this category overall? It's nice because we see underdogs. Uh, Pose is obviously an underdog. Mm -hmm. Succession, I was a huge uh, 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 newcomer here. Um, Has Ozark been here too? I think that's new as well. Um, I, I, you know, I was particularly pleased about Pose, and then you put that next to When They See Us, and if you, like, hold those nominations up to the backdrop of the hate that's going on in this country, it, it actually made me feel very happy this morning. It was, um, it was a victory, for sure. It was a victory for Pose. You know what was interesting about Succession, and I can't remember a show like this um, in recent memory, is Succession got this big outstanding drama series nomination, which is just terrific, but it didn't get much at all. And I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think it got anything in any of the acting categories. Right. And I was just sort of surprised to see that. It's not something that you usually see. And if you go through the rest of these shows, they're at least represented in the acting categories in one way or another. Well, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe they took Homecoming's place in the drama series uh, category. But yeah, it, it generally is the case that uh, if if a show is nominated in this category, the big category for a drama, that they get a little acting love, but not this time. Mm. Kristen, how did you feel about the This Is Us nomination? I mean, I'm a little <laughs> bummed that Homecoming didn't get nominated. That's my snub. So yeah, I mean... 
I don't know. The show, I I have a complicated and probably overly fraught relationship with This Is Us. I should probably just take a chill pill when it comes to This Is Us, but I really do not think it deserves to be in this category. It's hard to think that it's not the obligatory sole broadcast right, nod. The right. voters just saw it that way. Although the thing I was surprised by with This Is Us, and we'll get to it in some of the later categories, is the depth in which they went into the acting um, nominations, in which they don't usually with This Is Us. I mean, Toby got a nomination. Like Toby. Let's just... I, uh, I mean, Chrissy Metz didn't, but Toby got it. Toby well, got Toby it. went through a lot of hell. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I want to talk. There was a one <laughs> egregious This Is Us snub, and we'll get to that a little later. Um, we can't leave this drama category without talking about the snub of The Good Fight. And Exactly. If so, like, let's what, just is put it it gonna what is like, it going to take? What is it going to take? Sorry. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that the only people who watched The Good Fight, this was what this confirmed to me, the only people to watch The Good Fight either work or have worked at Entertainment Weekly or mm-hmm. work or have worked at CBS. I don't think a single other person is. Yeah. I guess yeah. not. And it's so frustrating because, like, look, I'm sorry, Bodyguard was fine, but it was not, you know, take a nomination away from don't, the no. good fight. No, 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 no. Stop right there. Hey, Stop talking. Killing Eve that season was two, also not good. Didn't deserve, didn't deserve okay, to take I'm away from the good fight. I'm with you um, there, right. This is us, as we've already said. Like, I would even... Ozark. 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 Yeah. Is, but like, Fine. it's incredible but, to me. It's just, you're right, Henry. It just means they aren't watching. Like, what is it well, going to take? Is, do they need to, do they, niche... does the cast need to come to the, you know, the voters' homes and act it out in front of them? <laughs> like, maybe that would, would that be convenient enough for you, Emmy voters? We're going to do, do a GoFundMe page mm-hmm. in which we raise money for the Good Fight cast to go around to Emmy voters yeah. and perform scenes. Just a traveling show. Yeah. Right. Now, how long did it take? This is definitely a niche performer. How long did it take before Orphan Black was was it ever nominated in drama too? And yes. that took a while, didn't it? Did it? Take no, a while. I think it was. I think it was the first couple seasons, and then it was nominated again toward the end. But it was. I, I I don't understand. I really don't understand. I don't either. It makes it me really sad. means that nobody's watching this show because if they were watching it, it would get a nomination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like please keep making it. Though, because <laughs> <laughs> Henry and I will be so very then sad. They're, they're watching Ozark. Then I just I yeah, don't, you know, and Succession, and I mean whatever. But do you like, think if the Good Fight were on Netflix? Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred one hundred p, as our friend Jessica Shaw likes to say. One hundred p. One hundred p. All right, let's move on to Outstanding Comedy Series. Um, Lynette, who are the nominees in that category? Well, they're not the Big Bang Theory. (laughs) (laughs) But the ones that did make the cut are Barry, Fleabag, The Good Place, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Russian Doll, Schitt's Creek, and Veep. Um, Let's take a moment. I want to talk about two of these nominees in particular. Um, Let's take a moment to talk about the love for Schitt's Creek and the love for Fleabag. Um, Mm -hmm. Kristen, why don't you take Schitt's Creek? Like, um... That was a huge surprise to me, a pleasant one. You know what? This is where the Netflix effect comes in, you know, because I really do think over the last year it's been available on Netflix and people have been binging it. And, you know, it's on Pop TV, another network that, no, you don't have to pay for, but people don't really know how to find, much like CBS All Access. So I think that the exposure it got from being on Netflix really, you know, people started talking more and more about it and it just got a lot of momentum and it's going into its final season, I believe. So this is. How many seasons? It's been five five or six. six. And so I think this is, you know, the voters were like, they discovered it late and now they want to reward it. That's fine. But like, I'm still hung up on the good fight. I know we've moved on to comedy, but (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of the the greater things about this category. Again, um, you know, freshman nominees with Russian Doll and Schitt's Creek and Fleabag. That's that's a good thing. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so. If you had held a gun to my head yesterday and asked me to pick the winner in this category, I would have said Veep, absolutely, it's going to um, take home um, take home the win this year. But I was so surprised by the depth of the nominations for Fleabag. Yeah. Um, you had Phoebe Waller-Bridge um, for Actress. You had Kristen Scott Thomas, Fiona Shaw, um, Cian Clifford, and Olivia Coleman all nominated in acting categories for the show, which means like there's some voters who really enjoyed this thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it has a good uh, shot. I mean, it's hard to... You know, when you think about it, and I know we'll uh, talk in future episodes about what we think will win, but I I do wonder if, like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus will get the win, you know, and then Veep maybe doesn't take it home in this category. I think Maisel, which is the previous winner when Veep was not eligible, I don't see it winning in this category this year. Do you? No. 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 I would love, that would be a nice upset if Fleabag got it. Oh, my God. Let's talk about the snubs. There are a lot of them. I mean, where to start? My big. Um, I'm going to start. Oh, I'm going to start with um, three words. Um, dead to me. Mm, yeah, but you know your lady, your 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 queen, Christina Applegate, did get a nomination. That could have been the prize for that. And I, there's, I think there were folks who were still discovering that too. But they I discovered don't know. Russian Doll, but not Dead to Me and Fleabag too. I mean, I can't explain it. <laughs> um, I, I know, Lynette, you were upset about the Big Bang Theory. I the only I, I was a little I I was just disappointed that you know you, it's always nice to see in the final season a show gets a goodbye kiss. Uh, they did get one in the director's uh, category, the director for the finale. Um, uh, it's called the Stockholm Syndrome. He got a nomination for that. So I mean that was a good thing, but but that's not a major category, so it's a little bit of a bummer. And Kristen, I know you're a Better Things fan. How yeah. did you feel about that snub? Really not great, um, because this is a show that has, uh, you know, Pamela Adlon's been nominated before, and uh, it's just such an exquisite show, and this season especially was really, really good. Obviously, with a lot of newcomers coming in, you know, something's got to give, uh, but it's it's too bad to see that show uh, not get a slot here. I am a little surprised, too, about the omission of the Kaminsky Method simply because of right. the popularity of that yeah. show um, and and who it stars. Um, Did you so, know that um, show has a lot of jokes about prostates? <laughs> no, I what did a not, shocker. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Okay, thank um, you. I was a little shocked. I understand why it didn't happen because it feels like it aired eons ago, but I was a little shocked by the omission of Glow, which mm-hmm. I thought had an amazing second season. Really good um, season. We're about to get the third season, so it all feels, the timing feels off. Um, we'll get to this in a later category. Betty Gilpin was nominated for um, Supporting Actress in a Comedy. Which and is great. She's the best part of that show, so I was happy about that. All right, moving on to Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Um, Kristen, take us through those nominees. Well, we've got Christina Applegate, woo, for Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep, Natasha Lyonne for Russian Doll, Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. So, you know, there's a a lot of newcomers uh, in this category, and it's uh, nice to see Christina Applegate. You know, we've talked about it before that she hasn't been nominated in like a decade, so in the lead actress category. So it's really great to see her uh, get recognition for, as we've said, the performance of her career. By far. You know, um, so how do we talked about this on a previous episode. 
Linda Cardellini was not nominated as a lead actress in a comedy series opposite Christina Applegate. Um, and I have very strong feelings that she should have been put in supporting and mm -hmm. would have had a better chance. Right. Um, how do you guys feel? Agreed. Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk about it soon, about how the um, Kill and Eve gals have to compete with one another, which makes no sense. And I think this is one of those cases. I, don't, I mean, Is it about ego that you don't, as an actress, you don't want to say, well, I'm a supporting character to Christina Applegate? I mean, is that what it comes down to? I have to think it does, which is just bad, because strategy should be at play here. You're the best chance to get a trophy. I agree wholeheartedly. And if you watch the show with an objective eye, it is Christina Applegate's show. And yeah. that's yeah. neither here nor there. It just is what it is. Yeah. And Linda Cardellini puts in a great performance, but she's not the lead of the show. Right. Um, this isn't a snub so much. It's just more of a surprise. And Lynette, you're the only other person on earth who will agree with me on this. <laughs> I assumed that Candace Bergen could show up for work in Murphy Brown and get an Emmy <laughs> nomination and because she Henry. won so many times. <laughs> Henry, no. <laughs> I know it was not a wonderful revival, what have you, what have you, what have you. But I'm no. It I shows just, that the Academy has moved on, I guess. Yeah. In fact, I just look at these nominees and if I know if my parents looked at them, they wouldn't recognize any of these people or these shows. That's how they'd I recognize mean, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, right? They would. The yeah. rest, though, the shows, though, these are all this speaks to the strength of all the various platforms that we watch television. It's pretty extraordinary. Um, were you surprised that, um, Christian, were you surprised about um, Pen13 or A.D. Bryant, uh, the Pen13 cast or A.D. Bryant not sneaking in here? I mean, I think I'm not simply because I feel like they, while they were great, it was such, you know, a long shot. These are smaller shows. A.D. Bryant, you know, also didn't get nominated. I, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Shrill. Um, I think she's great. She's been nominated um, in the category for... Uh, is it supporting actress for SNL, uh, for SNL? Yeah, yeah, and she didn't this year for that, which is too bad because she's great. Um, so I wasn't super surprised about that. Pen Fifteen, I think, is maybe a little too. It's some narrow casting, you know, for sure. So <laughs> I'm not, you know, those those actresses are really good on it, but I think it needs a little more time to for people to find it. I felt very uncomfortable watching that show. I did not enjoy it. Well, yeah, it's like a lot of, you know, preteen female puberty stuff. So maybe not, you know, your wheelhouse. <laughs> so we've decided that I live demographically <laughs> somewhere between 1015 and the Kaminsky method. Exactly. <laughs> and really, the good fight is right in the middle of that. I agree completely. All right, next up, we've got Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. Um, Lynette, who are the nominees there? Anthony Anderson from Blackish, Don Cheadle from Black Monday, Ted Danson from The Good Place, Michael Douglas from The Kaminsky Method, Bill Hader from Barry, and Lugene Levy from Schitt's Creek. Kristen, what are your thoughts on this category? Well, I uh, didn't love Black Monday, but I know the Academy loves Don Cheadle. Um, I think it's great that um, Eugene Levy got in as well. He's, you know, somebody who's uh, obviously a legend in comedy. And so, you know, it was, I didn't, I, there wasn't anything in this category where I was like, I was a little surprised Jim Carrey didn't get a nomination for Kidding, but I also wasn't like angry that somebody else got, got it instead of him. So I binged Black Monday probably since the last time we've recorded a podcast. Um, and it's a very, very, very specific type of humor. I thought Don Cheadle was just terrific in it, to be honest. But I understand um, if you don't like 
that particular type of humor. It's right. um, difficult to watch and follow and what have you. Um, so I was happy to see him. I was happy to see him recognized. Um, I am not as big of a Barry fan as both yeah. of you are, and I'm sorry yeah. about that. Um, it's okay. I, I still have legacy love for Eric McCormick and Will and & Grace, and I thought this past Will & Grace season was terrific, and I was really upset to see that every single one of them was snubbed, but... That's the way these things go. I know we haven't talked about this yet, but I feel like so far we've been actually pretty good on her our our picks. Yeah, yeah. we were pretty good. We were. I know. I went through this morning and we um we did we did like a B plus job. We yeah. did. All right. <laughs> That's Look, good. I'll take yeah. it. So in this case, we picked one of the Will and Grace boys. Um, I probably did just because I um. <laughs> That's okay. what I. That's that's on brand for me. Yes, okay. exactly, exactly. Um, I before we leave this particular category, Kristen, I want you to talk about Ricky Gervais, who I know you wanted and I um, wanted oh, in here. That's really good point. He was, and you know, Ricky Gervais. You know, he's a polarizing figure in that, like, you either really love him and find him funny, or you find him insufferable. And I just loved uh, Afterlife, which was his Netflix comedy, six episodes, which also didn't get nominated. He's he plays a widower who is really angry at the world, and he's very you know, sort of mean and insulting, which you know Ricky Gervais does a great job of. But over the course of the six episodes, he kind of starts to soften and, you know, gets to realize, you know, that he has a lot of good things left in his life, even without his wife there. And and there's some real emotional stuff that he does. It's very moving. So it's a bummer. But, you know, he can cry himself to sleep on his pillow of money. I feel like we should mention John Goodman, too. I feel like we picked him. We may, you and I may have. Um, I was actually more surprised by the Laurie Metcalf snub that we'll yeah. get to um, okay. a little later. Okay. But John Goodman, um, John Goodman was putting in great work on the Connors. You know, and I think that show is just off the radar, like for voters. Yeah, apparently. I really do. You mean right there with a the good fight? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that was cold. That was cold. No, but it, um, and you know, John Goodman's been doing that role forever. Right. Um, first on Roseanne and now on the Connors. And so I think pe- they were looking for people with a little fresher take on their takes on their role. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay, this would have been way, way, way out there, and I grant you that, but I would have loved to see a nomination for Randall Park, who is the lead male on Fresh Off the Boat, just because of what Constance Wu did to that show. I know, it would have been, been like so great, sweet. Like, sort of F you. Can you imagine everyone would have done that story, too? Everyone, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he is very funny. Um, he is very funny. He was great in that Netflix um, movie. Yeah, so, but uh, that would have been, that would have been a fun little behind-the-scenes uh, mm-hmm. uh, wink. <laughs> I know, and I would have loved him just walking on set the next day and being like, I'm an Emmy nominee, yeah, and yeah. I'm happy you don't to want be to be here. on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. Um, Lynette, take us away. Who do we have nominated here? A very exciting category. Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder, Laura Linney, Ozark, Mandy Moore, This Is Us, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, and Robin Wright, House of Cards. Right, so Lynette, I first got to give you plaudits and kudos because I thought you were kind of crazy, and I think Kristen did too, that House of Cards would get any nominations whatsoever, Mm -hmm. and you picked Robin Wright, I think you picked Michael Kelly as well, Um, we'll talk about later on, so congratulations. Thank you so much, I I totally deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and it, you know, it was it was certainly it was an odd final season. It wasn't its best. But she I think, as you pointed out, Lynette, when we talked about this uh, in a previous episode, like there was a lot of respect for her kind of like stepping up and taking over the lead of this show after Kevin Spacey had to be dismissed. So and, you know, she's a great actress. So, um, 
you know. I mean, she won't win, but it's good that right. she was there. It was it was definitely like I think there was a lot of respect behind the situation uh, that went into that vote, not just her performance. Although this was this, I mean, there's so much to talk about in this category too, because it goes back to what we're also discussing about Jody and Sandra competing with one another, which they don't deserve to. Yeah, and I'm afraid they'll cancel each other out. And will that give Amelia Clark the win? Well, I mean, I feel like it's going to be hard for Amelia Clark not to get the win for this final season, right? Do you think, though? I mean, is this where maybe, well, no. I mean, the backlash will come here, right? If they nominated her, they freaking wanted her to win. Yeah. She's not responsible for what happened to her character. Right, right. For sure. So I'm the last living human being on earth watching How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. Um, It was a, it was a, this past season, um, the one that Viola was nominated for, and she actually wasn't nominated the year before. Oh, the year be- before, I think she was nominated for the crossover of Scandal or something yeah, like that. Right, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she um, she hasn't been nominated in this category in a bit, and um, it was a better. Se- it was as good, not as good as the first season, but it, um, it was the second best season. So I'm happy to see her there. But we've just got to settle down on Christine Baranski for a few minutes. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm just like yeah. thinking to myself about like... I mean, they could have just taken care of the show here, just in this, yeah, just like, here. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, people, here. but like... Yeah. Does Laura Linney really need another nomination for Ozark? Or like, I'm sorry, but Mandy Moore, does she need him? Does Mandy Moore need him? I, know, I, know, I would have put Baranski before every single every one single of one. these women. <laughs> Literally every, every single, single one. one. Like, what is it going to take? You know what's going to happen... Henry is like eventually the good fight's going to end and she's going to be on some other show and it'll be fine but it'll be inferior and by that point everyone will have discovered the good fight you know years later and how good it was and she will get the scent of a woman you know nomination <laughs> for this other show and will be awarded an Emmy for this other show, but it'll really be about uh, the good fight, which she should have won a hundred Emmys for. It's going to be like a Chicago Fire yes. spinoff or something like that. It'll be like, <laughs> or like you know, Chicago, or like Law and, Law yeah. and Order, Sacramento. Well, you know, she was nominated for playing Leonard's mother oh. on The for Big Bang God's Theory. Sake, people, and um, in fact, I think I think she won. You well, know, she definitely she won, won for Sybil, famously. Of yeah. course, of course, which she deserved, of yeah. course. But okay, fine. I don't. Like, Let's just do the GoFundMe and have the traveling tour <laughs> of the cast performing in people's homes because apparently that's the only way they're going to see it. Hey, guess what, Emmy voters? CBS All Access will give you a free account if you ask. <laughs> exactly. So you don't even it's have to pay. It's not the impossible dream. Yeah. Um, you know, we have not, there's another snub that we have not talked about um, in this category, which is Julia Roberts, um, right? who was snubbed for Homecoming, um, that um, terrific Amazon show. Uh, and that one hurts as well because, oh my God, um, her performance was just outstanding. And to watch Julia Roberts in anything and forget that she's Julia Roberts right? is a huge accomplishment on her part. And that's exactly what happens on the show. And I'd highly recommend it it's on Amazon Prime. Did you love it? Did you love Home? I did actually. You didn't. Mm. I what loved did you like about it. it? It was a little draggy for me. Okay. It was half hour um, episodes. How could it be draggy? <laughs> it's just too long, man. I need 22 <laughs> minutes. I'm a 22 minute girl. <laughs> Um, but Kristen, oh, you, you loved her performance too? Yeah, and I really thought she was a lock, not only because she was great, but also because she's Julia freaking Roberts. And I figured, you know, obviously the Academy, that's it. The Academy loves a movie star, but, um, you know, it's really odd. Like, no offense, Viola Davis, but like, yeah. why, why at this point right. when, you know, 
you know, Julia Roberts gave a really incredible performance. Well, you know, again, she can cry herself to sleep on her pillow of money. Right. All right. So actually, as we're looking at the nominees for this category, I would scrap them all for Christine Baranski and Julia Roberts. I'd at least scrap Viola, Laura, and Mandy. I wouldn't scrap Robin or Sandra or Jody or Amelia, but the Viola, yeah, there was plenty of room. Twitter was incredibly happy about Jody Como. In fact, I th- think I saw more tweets about that than anything else. Yeah. I mean, she. I know that Tim Stack, our colleague, was going to uh, basically burn Los Angeles to the ground if uh, Jody didn't get a <laughs> nomination. So, Luckily, Los Angeles is still standing, and we can talk about outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Um, I will take you through these. We've got Jason Bateman for Ozark, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Billy Porter for Pose, Woo! and Milo Ventimiglia for This Is Us. Now, please notice there were seven gals and in, in lead actor, actress in a drama, and there's only six here. I think cool. um, we'll have to, I have to go back exactly through our old episode, but I believe this is the six that we picked. Um, this was not a very deep category as far as I remember it. Yeah, I mean, we... Uh, I believe that we, you know, we also had, did we have Richard Madden in there? We may have, yeah. Oh, Stephen yeah, James, mm-hmm. you, you were pleading for Stephen James. I was pleading for Stephen James. Oh, I don't think yeah. he was going to get yeah, in. Yeah, they really could have made Madden the seventh, a seventh here. That would have been cool. Um, Brian Cox um, for Succession mm-hmm. I thought was a big mm-hmm. snub, actually. If, yes. I thought if anyone was going to get a nomination, it would be him. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling like this is going to be Billy Porter's year, too. I hope so, although it's Kit Harrington's last time uh, that he can win for this he might get emotional on stage, so that'll be a good one to wish for. Um, but what is Billy Porter going to wear? That's the one I'm most excited about. Well, head to EW.com because Tim Stack <laughs> just literally spoke to him, and uh, he told uh, Tim that he's already working on his outfit. Um, well, whatever it is, it will be magnificent it and spectacular. Um, so I'm, I'm so glad to see that show getting some love. It was a very slow burn in the first yeah. um First season, and I think as it moved to Netflix, as you mentioned before, with some other shows, that it finally got yes, an audience exactly. and people are starting to enjoy that's it. So, so that's great. great. All right, Kristen, how about outstanding supporting actor in a drama series? Sure. You've got Jonathan Banks from Better Call Saul, Giancarlo Esposito, also from Better Call Saul, Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones, Nikolai Coster Waldo from Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones, Michael Kelly, House of Cards. And Chris Sullivan, this is us. Toby. Toby. I'm sorry, I'm blanking. Who is Alfie Allen? Theon. Theon. Reek. Theon. Um, that <laughs> w- nomination, you could have, like, knocked me over with a feather. Yeah. I was like, he really? He so thrilled. Of course he's thrilled. Sure he is. He's happy to be here. Wow, wouldn't that be crazy if he beat out Nikolai and Peter Dinklage? Nobody's going to beat... Mean- Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. No, I, I almost Peter called Dinklage. him the Dink, and then the I realized dink. that you don't like it when I say that. But the Dink, anyway. yeah. <laughs> I think the Better Call Saul audience is limited enough that the two of them are going to cancel yeah, each other out. Correct. And it's too yeah. bad, you know. And I, this is Game of Thrones to lose for sure. And I mean, I'm again when we're talking Homecoming, I was really bummed that Bobby Cannavale didn't get a nomination. Oh, you and me both. I thought that's where this show was actually going to be recognized. Oh, he was so good. And of course, you know, as you mentioned before, Henry, a couple actors on Succession. We really thought uh, Kieran Michael. Culkin in particular. Yeah. I was like, when Kieran Culkin showed up on screen for yeah. the first time in Succession, I was like, oh my god, this kid can act. I had he was didn't great. Know that. I mean, I was not a fan of the show, but I really he's so charismatic and just so good at that character who's you know kind of this 
you know, douche boat. Um, but yeah, so that was a surprise. But it is really, I mean, it's with all those Game of Thrones and for the next category too, like, are they going to cancel each other out? Like, or is everybody, no, you know, just going to vote I don't for think so. I mean, I just know that I would be really upset if anyone other than a Game of Thrones actor won in this category. Yeah. Um, well, we will get to the next category in just a moment. I want to say something that's going to be super controversial, and I'm going to let <laughs> everyone flame me, and the two of you can flame me on air, and I'm fine right. with that. Um, Justin Hartley takes a role. If you're going to give this a This Is Us nomination to a supporting actor, right? Justin Hartley takes a role that is not very glamorous and like looks so easy to play and he does it very very well and i don't want to necessarily diss the other person that was from this is us who was nominated in this category can, i would ahead. just say i would just say that i believe the wrong actor may have gotten this nod i am 100 percent with you and i you I, think yeah i mean because toby had the heavier stuff with the whole depression arc excuse and, you know, me his wife Pat, um, uh, Justin Hartley's character, what's his name even? Yeah, but he Kevin. was more drunk in the, the previous season. No, he went to Vietnam to he find his He went to Vietnam and he had the, like, legacy and he had the whole thing with his girlfriend and like, he's just he generally, like that is a character, like you said, Henry, that could be, that could be a character that, you know, it's supposed to be this two dimensional character and he actually gives it actual depth. He, you know, he, he is... Most of the time, God doesn't give with both hands, but in this case, <laughs> Justin Hartley is handsome, and he's a good actor. He was also on one of the best soap operas of all time, Passion. Kristen, do you think that God gave with both hands to Henry and I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, God Don't gave with it. both hands, and then he threw in a foot. I don't know. Right. <laughs> You don't need to answer that question, okay. Christian. That is quite all right. <laughs> but I agree with you, Henry. Like, if if we're going Toby versus Kevin, like, no contest. There's no contest whatsoever. Um, let's move on to Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. And, Lynette, you had alluded to this previously. Um, there's a whole bunch of Game of Thrones nominees. Take us through them. So exciting. Gwendolyn Christie, Game of Thrones. Love to see what she wears, too, by the way. Uh, Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Fiona Shaw from Killing Eve. And Julia Garner from Ozark. And this is um, one of two nominations for Fiona Shaw because she was nominated for a role in Fleabag as well. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, she's one of the standouts on Killing Eve, especially in a weak season. But uh, clearly, she's a good egg. Yeah, she's she's really really funny. But obviously, it's like the real question is which Game of Thrones actress is going to get this? Gwendolyn. I hope Gwendolyn. I think Gwendolyn too. Um, Lena Headey just didn't have much to do this year. No, she didn't. I mean, I want it for Gwendolyn simply because when she's knighted in front of the fireplace. Yeah, and I'm sure that's the scene she she submitted. What about Arya? Maisie didn't get a chance to be the girl with no name when she to kill um, Cersei. I mean, I feel like they took away that opportunity for her as well. Uh, No, I feel like it's Gwen. It's going to be Gwendolyn too. And I, I this may be controversial, like. If it wasn't Gwendolyn, I'd give it to Sansa. I'd give it to Sophie, um, Sophie Turner. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking as though I've do. watched any episode this season. But uh, <laughs> Kristen, I read Kristen. the books. I'm done with it. <laughs> you read the books? Oh my god! That Everyone's is been how. About you yeah, I read every the books. day. I read the all of them. All of them. I read them all uh, because I had to edit cover stories, you know, for many years at EW, um, and wow. I. You know, 
really didn't want to watch the show, so I was like, eh, I'll read the books. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, I want to talk about one big snub in this category that, Kristen, I think you'll agree with me on, even if you're lukewarm on This Is Us. Um, Susan Kelechi Watson, to my mind, is the best thing about This Is Us. Um, her character, Beth, is outstanding. She does a great job. She, like, doesn't shrink into the background amongst all these huge actors, and she brings pathos and emotion and everything you want on that character. And why was she not nominated? Especially yeah. in a year that This Is Us was so dominant in all these categories. And she 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 holds up Sterling K too. I mean, the two of them together. Exactly. I, they're such a fun cu exactly. uh, couple yeah, to watch. It's a bummer. Um, I'm not surprised about Chrissy Metz. Um, I mean, I think it was uh, uh, unique for the first season. I, yeah. This, I mean. Um, Sissy Spacek was the one I was surprised that didn't mm -hmm. get it for Homecoming. Yeah. Like, again, she or was Castle a movie Rock. Star. Well, that exactly. would have been, been limited series, but yeah. Um, she's a huge movie star, and Emmys usually appreciate that. So that was a bummer. All right, Kristen, moving on to Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. Sure. We've got Anthony Kerrigan from Barry. Woo! Stephen Root from Barry. Henry Winkler from Barry. Alan Arkin from The Kaminsky Method. Tony Shalhoub from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Tony Hale from Veep. Alan Arkin had a great quote after his nomination. It said, I'm 85. I got this just in the nick of time. thought it was cute. Oh, that is cute. That is mm -hmm. cute. <laughs> so I have, this was what category that actually had the most surprises for me, and I just actually want to jump to snubs for a second because yeah. um, I was so surprised that Andrew Scott from Fleabag, a.k.a. The Hot Priest, was not yes. nominated because he was... One of the things that everyone was talking about. I was surprised that um, Keenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live was not nominated um, for his great work. Titus Burgess, I thought if Kimmy Schmidt was going to sneak in anywhere, it would be here. Alec Baldwin um, is sort of a perennial nominee for his um, Donald Trump impression on Saturday mm -hmm. Night Live. Yeah. Um, Sean Hayes, um, who had a great season on Will and Grace. And of course, all of the modern family guys who are usually like sprinkled throughout these categories, none right. of them were nominated. Right. And Veep is hard, too, because there were so many good uh, performances right. on Veep. You know, Matt Walsh and... Uh, Reed Scott, who Reed plays Danny Scott, then. Reed Scott, and um, I'm blanking on his name. Um, he plays Jonad. Um, oh, Timothy Simons. Uh, yeah, Reed Scott and Timothy Simons, who plays Jonah. And, like, you know, that was... There, was so, there were so many good actors. It was hard, you know, I think, for them all to get in. But it's great, great, great um, that Tony Hill got in. And also... Uh, Peter McNichol on Veep got, um, yes. a, got a guest actor nomination, and he is incredibly profane and so funny on that show. I haven't looked closely at who's nominated in that category, yeah. but Peter McNichol needs to win no matter what. No he was matter like what. One of the best performances on TV all year. Adam Sandler got a nomination too for SNL. Oh, for a, as a guest host. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh. Um, it's so funny. I was surprised also to see all these Barry nominees where, Kristen, as you said, you could have filled this category with Veep nominees. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I mean, Stephen Root and Henry Winkler are both great. And I'm th so thrilled that Anthony Kerrigan got in because he's one of those like, you know, where I really thought that I was doing magical thinking when I put him on all of my predictions. Like, yes, we're just going to, you know, put it out into the universe because, you know, it's a it's a quirky character on an already, you know, quirky and relatively small show. And you would think that Henry Winkler and, and Bill Hader would be the ones who would get all of the love in that category. So I'm, you know, very happy to see it get spread around a little bit. Yeah, I... It's so funny. This is the one category that if I were giving out the Henry Goldblatt nominations, I would, aside from Tony Hale and maybe Henry Winkler, I would do it entirely differently. Mm. Really? Yeah. 
As I said, I Keenan Thompson, Andrew Scott. I'd oh, probably true. throw Titus Burgess in there. Yeah, like they're yeah, fair, fair. I could there are a lot a of good, category. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, it's always nice when there are uh, more legitimate contenders than fewer. So yeah. All right, and lastly, we've got Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. And um, Lynette, can you take us through those nominees? Eight. Eight <laughs> nominees, which means... <laughs> you sound angry Eight. about that. Why are you angry? I mean, I mean there's, that's allegedly a tie, uh, but that's a lot. That is uh, a lot. Uh, Sarah Goldberg from Barry, Sean Clifford from Fleabag, Olivia Coleman from Fleabag, Betty Gilpin from Glow, Alex Borstein from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Maren Hinkle from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live, and Anna Chomsky from Veep. Eight. I mean, it's a good list, though. It really is. I was so happy to see the two Fleabag nominations, and I just need to spend a second on Betty Gilpin, who yes. does the correct thing and puts herself in supporting actress in Glow because yep. she's a supporting actress. She also happens to be the very best thing on that show. She, her character is my favorite. I think she's the best actress. No offense to the rest of them, but mm -hmm. um, I was thrilled to see that nomination. So um, good for her. Yeah, she's she's so good on that show, and uh, you know. Like you said, it, we were a little, you know, the show itself didn't get recognized, um, but I'm glad that she did. And I'm happy for Marin Hinkle. I know you guys aren't uh, huge Marvelous Mrs. Maisel fans, but she's incredibly funny on that show with a character that could be really kind of annoying. Uh, but she's actually very, um, she gives a subtle but very funny performance. Um, and, you know, it's Sarah Goldberg, though, is my absolute happiest surprise. Um, I know you don't watch Barry, Henry, but she gives a monologue by the pool uh, in yeah. episode seven, which is yeah. just like, it's astounding. It's funny and moving, and she's talking so fast. Like, the the amount of time it must have taken her to learn it, and she just does it flawlessly. And, I mean, she deserved a nomination for just for those two minutes alone. Oh, and I want to... I'll give a special shout out to a um, woman who a guest starred on our podcast, um, Anna Klumsky from oh. Veep. Um, she plays Amy Bruckheimer. Her transformation, or rather her descent into <laughs> pure evil this season was a joy to watch. Um, she she was just terrific and she dealt with some really weighty and meaty material. Her character has an abortion at one point. Um, it was um, and her speech out, asking. Her, her speech outside of the abortion clinic was yes. like just like incredibly uh you know so much vitriol but so well done su such controlled rage she's she's extraordinary i'd actually like as i'm looking across this category i'd be thrilled if she won yeah she's, i mean um, you really can't go talent. wrong with most of these uh nominees here um, so s some interesting snubs. Last year, this ca category was really dominated by um, the women of SNL. We had mm -hmm. Leslie Jones nominated last year. We had Aidy Bryant nominated last year. Um, Kate McKinnon, of course, um, who gets a nomination again this year. Um, Lynette, I think we talked about Lori Metcalf has this one scene in the final episode of The Connors where she just breaks down and about her sister's death and such a poignant, sad way. I thought yeah. like if she had submitted that, she was going to get nominated. And I, as I said before, I have a soft spot for Will and Grace, and Megan Mullally is yeah. one of my favorite characters on TV, or uh, Karen Walker is, and so I would have loved to see that. You know, at the at the nomination announcement today, the uh, president, I think that was the president at the beginning, he made a point to say that there are 24,000 Emmy voters. And keep in mind, too, these ballots are still, end of the day, popularity contests. You yeah. go in and you see just 
big old lists of actors from each category. You just click off, you know, just check off who you've seen, who you've heard about. I mean, it's just not possible to watch all these shows. I haven't watched all these shows. And so you can just imagine working members of the Academy. So I, I, I just, but that said, when you see Lori Metcalf's name, it, you would think that you would just go off of her legacy. Then you make the check. Well, same with Christine Baranski, for that matter. Well, yeah. Because all roads come to Christine Baranski. Right, they all end there. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. One more snub in this category. Speaking of the announcement this morning, um, Darcy <gasps> Carden was one of the announcers um, and presenters. And that's so mean to get her up early in the morning and then not give her a nomination, right? right? That is harsh. And, like, you know, it, everyone thought this was her year because she had that incredible episode where she played every single character at uh, – on the good place, and yeah, it was really astounding that um, it was really. And they astounding. always end up using like nominees. I know yeah. that's what surprised me. I was like, oh, she, when I saw her get up on stage, I'm like, oh, she's going to get a nomination today. That's great. No, and not for Barry either. God didn't give with two hands with her. Is that what it is? How do you say it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right, we have got to wrap up, but I want to get final thoughts from each of you, um, Kristen. Why don't you start? Are there any um, snubs, surprises, anything that um, else that stuck out to you? Well, a couple sort of uh, of my pet snubs. Obviously, Bachelor, once again, didn't get nominated in the reality category, which is a shame because it deserves it. Really bummed that Dirty John didn't get a nomination in uh, in limited series, nor did my queen, Connie Britton, who really, really gave such a great performance uh, in Dirty John. So that was those were three of the snubs that, that hurt quite a bit for me. Do me, do me. <laughs> Lynette, <laughs> go for it. Uh, this, I, I hope I'm not taking this away from you, Henry. Our, we were really behind the Grey's Anatomy episode about the rape scene. Yes. It was so beautifully done, and I was very disappointed to see that it did not get the nomination they hoped in the writer's category, which was just... Too bad. Just uh, that was a bummer. Um, and and the only other thing, I wasn't quite as upset. I was more like I, I one of resignation. I know that it wasn't going to happen for the Big Bang Theory. I think it was very cool that they got that director's nomination. And I'm just going to say Outlander, just because I could say Outlander, but that's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with um, one snub and then. Uh, two things I was very psyched about the snub um, in outstanding um, variety talks. Um, shows. Um, I don't understand why Seth Meyers wasn't recognized. Um, I think he does one of the best late night shows. Uh, he and Jimmy Kimmel are some of my go-to late night people. That's just my taste. Um, I was surprised he wasn't nominated. Um, NBC's got to be pretty bummed right now because neither he nor Jimmy Fallon were nominated. Yeah, his last nomination was two th- uh, the Tonight Show was in 2016. Wow. I mean, th- that show was like off the map. Yeah. 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 And to have your whole... It's one thing... if. And it'd be one thing if it were winning in the ratings, like Jay Leno was, that at least you say, well, we have the popular show, we may not have the critically acclaimed show, but they don't have either at the moment. No, right. Colbert's winning. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is something. And then um, two quick things I was happy about. Um, ben Wishaw and Hugh yes. Grant were both nominated for a very English scandal. If you have not watched this, I've uh, flogged it a lot. It is just a terrific, really quick miniseries um, about a true story in British politics in the 60s and 70s. It's outstanding. It's on Amazon Prime. Go find it. You'll adore it. And it's a quick It's a quick watch. binge, yeah. And lastly, um, let's um, let's hear it for RuPaul and RuPaul's oh. Drag Race. 16 nominations. RuPaul's, 
Yes, RuPaul was nominated as host, and RuPaul's Drag Race got a whole bunch of nominations. Sorry, 14. Including... 14 nominations. Oh, 14. Only 14. Yes. Um, and RuPaul's won as host before. I don't see a reason that um, he's not going to win again. Yeah. So that's another uh, that's another win for uh, for diversity in our culture. So hooray. Happiness. Happiness. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for our very special episode of The Awardist. Um, thank you so much to Lynette and Kristen. Thank and, you, Henry. Um, we are going to be back. Um, we're going to be back. We're going to take a little hiatus, and then we're going to be back um, in a few weeks to talk, um, go through each of the categories, talk about who we think are going to win, why we think they're going to win, all that type of good stuff. So I hope you'll come back to see us in a few weeks. Until then, have a great summer. <laughs>